Hello and welcome to Two Bald Men and Friend, the show where we talk about issues and ideas using pop culture as the springboard. I'm your host, Joe, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Alex. Buongiorno! And today we are joined by our friend, Steph. Hi! Today we're talking about Freebirds and what we're thankful for. So, spoiler alert for Freebirds. Sit back, relax, or, if you're driving, please sit upright and continue to drive vigilantly. So, Alex, do you think you could give us a little uh, synopsis of what happens in Freebirds? Yeah, so the premise of Freebirds is that there is a turkey that knows that turkeys are going to get killed for Thanksgiving, and he tries to warn everyone, but no one believes him. He eventually becomes a pardoned turkey, so he lives the life of never having to worry about being killed. And another turkey comes along, telling him that they're going to time travel back in time to the very first Thanksgiving to prevent turkeys from getting on the menu at all. And that way they save all of the turkeys. Um, and that's what they do. Yeah, it, it goes off maybe with a hitch, but they still complete their plan. And I guess because people don't eat turkeys on Thanksgiving, that means t people don't eat turkey any other day of the year either. <laughs> At the very least, they save a lot because yeah. like at the, every every November, uh, you know those uh, the farms that only produce turkeys for Thanksgiving yeah, and keep them in cages. No, no, no! Don't get me wrong. They did they did a great thing for turkeys. I just want to make sure that they're not, you know, don't count your turkeys before they hatch. Or... <laughs> oh, they almost did that in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I liked it. I was surprised with how decent it was. Um, yeah. It was fine. <laughs> um, I wanted this to be a different movie than it was, I think. Um. What, what movie did you want it to be? <laughs> so, this is a Thanksgiving movie, right? Mm hmm There's not, like, Thanksgiving movies. There's Thanksgiving TV episodes, um, and I just, there's so many, right, iconic, genuinely good Halloween movies and Christmas movies. And I was like, Thanksgiving's got its break, you know, like someone made a Thanksgiving movie. Um, okay. This was not, <laughs> this was not, yeah, You're right. you wanted this to be the hocus pocus yeah. of Thanksgiving. I really <laughs> did. I was like, time traveling turkeys. I'm here for it. Um, and then I also wanted it to be. A time travel movie where, oh, all this, you know, time loop, crazy, you know, time mm. travel shenanigans happens. We do know we have a whole episode about it. And yeah. it happened, like, <laughs> one time. There was, like, multiple turkeys at one point. Oh, no. But it didn't matter. Yeah. I'm actually okay that they didn't take that route because... Mm. People do time travel so wrong, and it's so difficult to get right, that I'm glad they just, they went back once, went forward, went back, and it did nothing too bad happened. <laughs> and you can hear all about the different types of time travel on our episode, <laughs> covering time travel. Which is the one, uh, um, when we first met. We I first don't know met. what the title of the episode is, <laughs> nor do I know what episode number it is, but I know that we did one. 
So if you're a real fan, you've already seen it and you won't have to look it up. Yeah. If you're not a real fan, you won't bother to look it up because we don't have the details. This one's for Joe. <laughs> um, yeah, I will say when they when they first time travel, um, I was like, oh, this is very early. I, f- I feel like they're going to time travel a bunch more now because they did it like probably 20 minutes in. But I'm glad that they went back to the first Thanksgiving and then just stayed there. I don't think time traveling throughout the movie would have been good. <laughs> I mean, it, if they worked really, really hard yeah. at it, but because of the rest of the movie, you know that they didn't work that hard. <laughs> <laughs> I personally enjoyed the movie. Yeah. I was the one who recommended we should review Freebirds. And they were all like, yeah, I've never seen it. Sure, <laughs> I guess. And I watched it again for the first time in a while, and I still enjoyed it. I, <laughs> and when I looked it up it, on Metacritic and Rotten Tomatoes, it was like 14%, like 26%. And I was like, was it really that bad? And it wasn't. Yeah. I mean, maybe it was for some people. <laughs> I'd give it a solid 45, 50, I think. Like, and then maybe I could be persuaded to give it more. Uh, early in the movie, there's a really great visual gag where Reggie, the main turkey, is still on the farm, and there's this old turkey explaining, like, oh, the whole world's made of corn, like, everything's a different type of corn, and you see all the other turkeys, like, nodding their head, and Reggie just has this look of, like, disgust and confusion on his face, like, what is this guy talking about? (laughs) And I, I was... That's when I was hooked. I was like, I feel like I'm going to like this movie. (laughs) Reggie was um, the character that related most with the audience. Mm -hmm. So a lot of weird things happen in the movie. And Reggie almost has like a Jim from the office Mm -hmm. face where he's like, wait, what? (laughs) Um, The other turkey, Jake, cups his feather wings over his eyes to use as (laughs) binoculars. And Reggie's like... Those are just your hands. But he does it himself, and it works. And he, like, looks at his hands like, wait, what? (laughs) And then uses them. What I loved about that bit is Jake learns that from one of the past turkeys, um, Ranger. Mm, From binocular hands to telescope. Yeah, so Ranger's doing a telescope, and Reggie's trying to do binoculars, and then Ranger's like, do it like this. And then he does it, and he's like, oh, it works. It's 34% more more clear. And so... (laughs) This is the kind of comedy... It is, though. It really is. it It really worked. Um... I would like to point out that the movie had a lot of famous uh, voice actors. Mm -hmm. It had Amy Poehler, it had Owen Wilson, and Woody Harrelson. Keith David was also in this movie, which I always enjoy him. And so was George Takai. Yes. Like, they, they got a bunch of people on this, and I think... With that premise, a lot of people expected it to be really, really good. Mm -hmm. They were like, look at all these actors. But it was still a children's movie. Mm -hmm. And I think children would enjoy that movie. It had great visual gags. Um, I think they sprinkled in adult humor to let the parents enjoy it as well. Mm -hmm. But then people who were criticizing it were thinking of it as an adult movie and it falling short. 
and I could see why it would fall short if I wanted it for me. <laughs> right. I like the idea of all these big name actors signing on to be like, this is it. This is the Thanksgiving movie. This yeah. is going to be the one. <laughs> see, I like to think of it as all these big actors signing on like... <laughs> Check out this movie I just signed on to. Like, this is ridiculous. Right. <laughs> They're just kind of goofing around like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to do this movie. <laughs> like, yeah, I have Thanksgiving off. I guess, <laughs> or I guess it would be, they wanted for Thanksgiving, so. <laughs> but, I mean, I would definitely love to be famous enough where I could just sign on to a movie for fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just to just, just to get a chance to work with Amy Poehler, who's getting on to get to work with George Takai, who's getting on because he likes doing uh, robot voices. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and what a robot voice he did. <laughs> it was just his regular voice. Yeah. <laughs> George Takai as the time machine had a lot of really good jokes. Um... At one, once he takes Jake and Reggie back in time, he's like, okay, I have to recharge. And so the turkeys leave, and you just hear him go, ah, time for Steve, or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, and there's another scene where Reggie and Jenny, who's Amy Poehler's character, get into the time machine. And Reggie's like, yeah, like, I'm super brave because I time-traveled. And then Steve is like, well, here's the footage of you time-traveling. And it's him screaming and bouncing everywhere. <laughs> and Reggie's like, that's enough, Steve. That's fine. That's okay. <laughs> I really enjoyed the humans, though. Yeah. That, it was very interesting because the, the turkeys were almost like the, the straight characters Mm -hmm. And the humans were, like, the weird ones. Because <laughs> there's a couple of scenes where before they time travel, they go into this government facility where they're trying to time travel for the first time and it's super top secret. And there's turkeys just running around. <laughs> so these people in suits uh, who communicate through, like, walkie-talkie, uh, they say something like, oh, there's some sort of intruder. What is it? A turkey. How do I address it? With cranberry sauce? <laughs> and then all of the characters start laughing. But anyway, really, what should I do? I guess we should catch it. <laughs> um, I like the idea of the past guy who's, like, in what would be, quote, reality, trying to feed all the pilgrims, and he's, like, in mm -hmm. charge of catching turkeys, but he's, like, to everyone else what seems to be crazy, because he's like, no, there's a war with the turkeys. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I really liked oh, yeah. him because he's obviously insane, mm -hmm. but he's right about everything that he's talking <laughs> <Yeah>. about. <laughs> um, when you first said the guy in charge of feeding all the pilgrims, I imagined the, the jumping to the end. So instead of turkeys, Reggie convinces everybody to eat pizza on Thanksgiving, and he brings back this pizza delivery guy that we see at the beginning of the movie to the past. And he's, like, supposed to be a stoner, I guess. So he's like, whoa, like, what's going on? But one thing that stuck out to me was he had, like, a generic pizza box, but every couple of boxes said Chuck E. Cheese. And that was a very weird um, really? product placement to me. <laughs> yeah, I swear. Um, don't go back and watch it. <laughs> it's not worth your time. I'm sure you could Google the image, but some of the boxes said Chuck E. Cheese on them. Huh. Which I, I feel like Chuck E. Cheese does not deliver. I'm going to disagree okay. and say you should go back and watch it. 
<laughs> I don't want to say it holds up. <laughs> but it's worth watching again. Um, one thing I didn't notice because of my ignorant mind is, I guess, a lot of people were insulted that the turkeys from the first Thanksgiving were portrayed as Native Americans. Mm -hmm. uh, they had, like, the quote-unquote war paint or tribal paint. Um, but it's, I'm not really sure. I can't really decide for myself what's insulting and what's not if other people get insulted. Mm -hmm. But I feel like, it. to me, it wasn't that big. But maybe you guys disagree. Um... You guys watched this before me and told me about, like, the Native American turkeys, so I was anticipating something much worse, which, again, I can't really decide, like, what the line is for that, but, um, I definitely think it could have been, like, more insensitive or more insulting, but I could see why someone might feel that it was, like, insulting. Yeah, um... Yeah, I definitely noticed it, but I didn't... Like, it's kind of the same thing you guys are saying, I guess it's not up to me, but mm -hmm. it seemed to be more than anything um, an aesthetic inspiration, right? The, mm -hmm. the turkeys have that kind of... Uh, Tribal um, paint? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, what you would traditionally think of as, like, Native American um, aesthetic, but... I didn't see it much beyond that, right? And, and it's not like they used uh, stereotypical Native American voices mm -hmm. for the uh, turkeys. Like we had Amy Poehler was one of the Native American turkeys, if that's what we'd call them. Um, but overall, I think it would have been a deliberate decision to portray the turkeys as the Native Americans because they're fighting the pilgrims. And wouldn't that be more of a reality to what Thanksgiving yeah. was really all about rather than the harmonious story that we like to share as pilgrims and Native Americans working in harmony? Maybe um, you mentioned Amy Poehler is one of the turkeys. Maybe people were more upset along the lines of not how they were portrayed, but they were clearly supposed to be the Native Americans, but then you get white actors mm. to voice them. So maybe they were like, if you're going to make them Native Americans, have Native American actors voice them. Maybe that's where at least one point of contention was. That could be true, yeah. Like, you can't have it both ways. I understand yeah. that, too. But I do agree. Like, the whole... Uh, we got into this on our last episode um, about, like, the true... What happened on Thanksgiving, which is... Really, you know, kind of fighting between the settlers and the natives. So this was a more accurate kind of <laughs> depiction of what happened. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, our time-traveling turkeys portrayed <laughs> Thanksgiving better than our, you know, education system. <laughs> Going back to the time travel thing, um, another reason I think them consistently traveling through time throughout the movie would have been bad is they kind of handled this really cool time travel reveal poorly. Um, Jake finds Reggie because he says that the great turkey um, gave him a mission to go back in time and save all the turkeys. It's later revealed that Reggie is the great turkey who traveled back in time to when Jake was a kid 
and told him to find Reggie in the future, and then they go back together. Um, but they show Jake explain this, like, halfway through the movie, and, like, you see it in a flashback. And it's pretty obvious that the Great Turkey is in the time machine, so it's very easy to be like, oh, okay, Reggie's the Great Turkey that goes back in time and tells him. Then, towards the very end of the movie, Reggie and a bunch of other Reggies that, like, traveled back in time to, like, help each other come to the conclusion that they're the Great Turkey, and then they go back in time, and then you see the same scene that we saw in the flashback, but now from Reggie's perspective. And it just, I feel like if we didn't have Jake's flashback, it would have been a much cooler reveal. Mm. Mm. I feel like that was a very, well, this is a time travel movie, so we have to have that. What I wanted more of was more of the, um, when Reggie ran into three other of himself and this last Reggie comes in, he's just like, I just came back so that we all can appreciate this moment. <laughs> more time travel gags, kind of. I think it wasn't mm-hmm. fully explored, utilized I, as a device. I understand those perspectives. I want to just go back and mention that as a kid's movie, mm-hmm. when I was a kid... And halfway through the movie, I could figure out, like, what the conclusion punchline was. I'd feel really proud about myself. I'd be like, oh, I'm making, I'm connecting these dots. Like, I get what's going to happen at the end. Um, And so, absolutely, it was super obvious for us graduates. You know, we all have bachelors. (laughs) We're geniuses at this point. Um, But maybe in elementary school, I would have appreciated the halfway flashback because I'd be like, oh, (laughs) and be super proud of myself and then someone would be like what Alex and you'd be like oh I don't know (laughs) why don't you wait till the end of the movie maybe then we could uh, maybe then I'll tell you and then at the end of the movie they're like you didn't know (laughs) no I knew I swear and then I think to myself I should have told them (laughs) and then the next time you do and they're like you always ruin movies Alex (laughs) can't do anything (laughs) oh you were in my childhood too yeah (laughs) Through time travel. <laughs> um, I will say that the time travel hiccup for me is the fact that if you're time traveling, you can disappear and reappear within five to ten seconds and have experienced um, years at a time. And they prove that at the end mm-hmm. um, with the whole turducken post-credits experience. But Reggie goes back into the future and then suddenly both of their timelines go at the same pace and when he goes back in time he happens to catch them like right before they're gonna die when he could have just gone back in time a little like 20 minutes earlier and been like here's the pizza yeah i hate the that whole oh they're they're about to die the cannonballs are gonna hit him and you see Reggie's time machine like racing to the scene. It's like, no, that's not how it works. <laughs> it's time travel. <laughs> what am I talking about? I got all the time in the world. I got a time machine. <laughs> he literally could have watched 20 Freebirds. <laughs> I think that's all I have to say about Freebird. I don't know if you guys have anything you want to add. Are we thankful? <laughs> am I thankful for having watched Freebirds again? Yes. Am I thankful for being able to analyze it with a critical mind this time? Yes. (laughs) I'm thankful movies like this get made.
Why is that stuff? <laughs> because um, I'm. <laughs> I did put you on the spot. <laughs> I'm thankful movies like this get made because um, it's silly and wacky, and I feel like uh, you know, silly wacky stuff uh, can get dismissed. I definitely think it's important to sometimes take a break from forms of media that force you to think and like mm -hmm. force you to analyze yourself. All of those like critically acclaimed movies, they're good, but if that's the only thing you watch, like <laughs> you're you're probably pretentious. <laughs> you got to be able to enjoy movies for what they are when they're just goofy and wacky. Yeah, I agree. I definitely love a movie where um when someone's like oh how's that movie and you can just say it's fun i recommend watching it because i had fun while i was watching it um i almost feel that way about venom when i watched venom i was like it's fun i wouldn't tell people to go watch it though but if i find out someone watched it i'd, I'd talk to them about it mm -hmm. that's how i feel about the uh, academy award-winning suicide <laughs> squad um that that movie is not necessarily good but I had fun watching it. Maybe you have to watch it again. Like, what am I missing? What are you getting that I'm missing? <laughs> it's just a fun movie. It's just fun to sit down and watch it. I think everyone put too much of a critical lens on it. And I feel like it was an easy target for the internet and YouTube to make fun of. So then everyone started making fun of it. And so then everyone was like, this movie's garbage. But it's just a genuinely fun movie to sit down and watch i do agree i think for me one of the reasons i criticized it to the point that i do is because it was during the wave of all of the superhero mm -hmm. movies and i feel like it was trying to like squeeze a square peg into a cylinder uh, slot where they were like look look we can we can fit in in the humorous uh superhero spotlight but like it didn't mm -hmm. it didn't fit with the rest of the superhero movies but that's how i feel about venom but i'm okay with venom <laughs> <laughs> so i think you need to watch suicide <laughs> i think it was just the era that it came out in venom yeah. waited until everyone had such low expectations for dc <laughs> not that venom is dc but that's that's just they waited long enough i yeah. think <laughs> um Speaking of that, I am thankful that we're in this kind of, like, era of movies, um, even though there's plenty to complain about, like, um, now everything's rebooting and, like, trying to become a franchise. Um, I do think this is a pretty impressive idea to make, like, a cinematic universe where someone can be in one movie and then, like, you have crossovers and then everyone's in one big movie. Um, even though maybe it gets it overdone a little bit and maybe only one studio's pulled it off so far, I just think it's cool that we get to watch that. Yeah, that they're trying. Um, I definitely think that there are movies coming out nowadays that you wouldn't have get, gotten to see mm -hmm. earlier on. Movies uh, like indie films, um, Lady Bird, mm -hmm. Shape of Water, like I couldn't imagine seeing these types of movies 10 years ago. Maybe that's because I was only 15 and I didn't think that those movies would interest me at all because mm -hmm. I didn't have any sort of sense of critical yeah. brain or anything. But 
things like Love, Simon, and um, Hidden Figures, Fences, like all of those movies that sort of are making their way to the spotlight. Like they start out almost like indie films, but they do make it. Mm -hmm. I'm grateful for that. Um, as sappy as this is going to sound, I am grateful to have this podcast and kind of like have a medium to like discuss these movies because like I could talk about all these different things forever and now I can <laughs> and make other people listen to it. <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely say like this for me is an outlet. Mm -hmm. Um Teaching 7th grade mathematics to people that never want to learn 7th grade mathematics takes its toll. <laughs> <laughs> and so finding things that I can do outside of my career to sort of remind myself that what I'm doing is worthwhile because this critical mind that I use is ultimately the goal that I have for my students. Um, and it's also a way to just blow off steam. I like sharing my opinion, and I like to believe that people enjoy hearing my opinion. If you don't, I don't know why you're listening to this right now. <laughs> For Steph's opinion. <laughs> yeah. It's also a great excuse to watch Freebird. Because <laughs> sometimes you do need an excuse. <laughs> like, I would have never watched Spooky Buddies. Yeah. Now when someone's like, oh, why would you watch that? I could say, oh, because... <laughs> It was for my uh, hobby. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, guys, because Freebirds, um, at the end of the movie, Thanksgiving and its traditions are changed entirely, um, I want to ask you guys about your Thanksgiving traditions. Um, mine are traditional. I get together with my family. Um, it's not exciting. Um, and we eat a whole bunch of food that sometimes my... Well, my grandma used to make, and now it's either my aunt or my mom or my uncle, who's a chef, so that's Ooh. fun. Sometimes he deep fries the turkey. I've never had deep fried turkey, but oh. I'm very interested in trying it. Yeah. Um, for me, Thanksgiving used to be like super awesome duper. My mom used to host it. She would make a bunch of sides, and she would make main course uh, things, and it would. I would wake up on Thanksgiving morning around like 9 a.m. and it would already smell like she'd been cooking for the last three hours and then I'd go down and I'd be grumpy about it but I'd be like do you need any help mom <laughs> and I'd help her um, but I was never <laughs> excited to help her I'm sure now that I don't have that experience anymore because she stopped doing it because she was taken for granted I would be much more eager to be like mom let me help you out like we gotta do this again um, so hopefully she's going to make a comeback one day yeah. where she's like, all right, my kids are old enough. They'll understand now. <laughs> Time to get the band back together. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I would also be okay with every Thanksgiving just eating pizza. Mm -hmm. Like if Thanksgiving's about being grateful and getting together with your family, we can do that without one person having to slave away at like all of this and getting anxious about it. I feel like when people host big um, holiday parties, at least two or three people have to be in charge of it. And then they get really anxious about it. And their whole day is nervousness of, is this ready? Is that ready? Is this ready? When you can get people together without one person being responsible for all of those things. 
So mm-hmm. I'd be very okay with pizza for Thanksgiving and everyone just gets to show up and we hang out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one year for Thanksgiving, um, we went to a restaurant instead of like cooking ourselves because it was like just me, my parents, my sister, and my grandma. So we were like, we're not going to cook just for us. So like, let's just go out. And at first I was like, oh, that's so weird because for years it was always the big family everyone everything's home cooked but just like you said like the whole point is just kind of you know getting together it doesn't matter like if one person or even if everyone shares it equally it doesn't even matter if it's home cooked it's just being together um my thanksgiving tradition is pretty similar to what you guys have said um but one tradition that i really love is not with my family but it's with friends from high school um, the day after Thanksgiving, we always play football together, and that's really the only, like, yeah. not normal Thanksgiving tradition that I have, so I just wanted to flex on our listeners. And be, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I spent one Thanksgiving uh, in England, abroad, and I had all these foreign friends, and since, as an American, I felt I had to bring Thanksgiving <laughs> to them, um, so... And I am not a good cook, (laughs) but I could, you know, I had my uh, Taiwanese friend help me um, make turkey legs and I made um, this uh, sweet potato casserole with like marshmallows and stuff. And my South African friend was like, what is this? (laughs) I need it. Um, And I think that's fun, like Mm -hmm. um, showing the this meal, this traditional meal to You're outsiders. You're definitely flexing, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you don't have this? <laughs> she sets it down on the table. <laughs> I do like traditional Thanksgiving food, for uh, sure. Yeah. Um, but I also have seen firsthand how stressful it is to make. Yeah. yeah. Um, so... It's a toss-up. If someone volunteers and if someone seems like they genuinely enjoy it, usually they enjoy it from people enjoying their food. And Mm -hmm. so I'm always grateful whenever I get any sort of home-cooked meal, I always try to demonstrate like how appreciative I am that they cooked it. Even if it was just like they opened up a can and like heated up the soup, I'd be like, thank you. I appreciate it. And and I'd eat it. Um... I acknowledge and appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> Almost like you were giving thanks. <laughs> I will say, since you bring that up, my least favorite part of Thanksgiving is when they're like, all right, let's go around in a circle and talk about what we're grateful for. Because although I'm grateful for my family, that's not what I'm grateful for whenever <laughs> someone asks that. And so I never have like something to say that's going to be nice for the whole family so i always get uncomfortable (laughs) and when we go around in a circle i'm like um you know grateful for my loving family and uh this (laughs) and this meal and i appreciate the support you guys give me but i'm talking out of my ass i (laughs) it's not that i don't appreciate their presence but they d- don't support me, but it's not because they wouldn't. I don't ask for it. <laughs> if I, I guess, like, back in college, I'd be like, can you come to one of my shows? And a bunch of people would show up, and I'm very grateful for that. But where I am in, in life for the past couple of years, 
I live independently. Sometimes I visit them and then I live independently again. Like there isn't support per se. <laughs> Maybe you should just ask for more support. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need it, Joe. <laughs> but yeah, I could definitely, it's kind of like, um, getting happy birthday sung to you when mm. someone's like, what are you thankful for this year? It's like, oh, I don't know. Like, yeah. <laughs> and you know what? If you don't say family, it's like, yeah. oh, it's like, of course you say family. <laughs> That's what we're all here together for. I will say that I'm grateful for the fact that I don't hate my family in the slightest. I know yeah. a big culture of Thanksgiving is hating the fact that mm. you're getting together with family, even though you don't like them. I don't get together with my family and think, oh, time for this year's fight and argument. I hope politics doesn't come up. I hope like someone doesn't reveal that they have a different sexuality and then they get shunned. Like I hope that my drunk uncle doesn't get so drunk that we have to take care of him. Like there's a bunch of issues within families that they get forced into just because of Thanksgiving. And I'm grateful that none of that is for me. <laughs> Um, since you brought up politics, I remember one year while I was in college, uh, it was around when like Trump was running. So I guess 2016. And I was like, not that my parents are Trump supporters, but I just like didn't know what, which way they were leaning. So when I went home, I was like, oh boy, like I hope they don't like Trump. And they didn't. And it was, su we just made fun of them the whole time. And it was like super, a super easy political discussion. So I'm thankful for that, too. That's another one you could use <laughs> when the person next to you says what they're thankful for. Just be like, me, me, too. <laughs> I'm thankful for all that. <laughs> you do, Actually, you can do that. What you got to do is pull it off as a joke and be like, oh, I wish I had gone first. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. And they'd all laugh it off. And then you're like. Yeah, but, like, really, I'm just thankful for you guys. And then, boom. Because <laughs> you, you took up the correct a lot of time, yeah. but you only had to say one thing. Right. <laughs> then, boom, you're back on Twitter. <laughs> um, I, don't, I know very little about this, but I know that both sides of my family have very different political views for what's happening in Colombia. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes there is political conflict, but it never has to do with like United yeah. States politics. So I'm always like, yeah, I mean, I just think there's I, a there's a solution out there. I think both sides have valid points. Damn it, Alex. <laughs> what do you expect me to get educated in a country that isn't mine? <laughs> Don't forget to vote last week. <laughs> So friends, thank you for listening. We are thankful for all of you. Let us know what you're thankful for, and we hope that you have a very happy Thanksgiving. That'll do it for this episode. Thank you all so much for listening. Please tune in next time when we talk about It's a Wonderful Life and its many lessons. If you liked us, find us on Twitter and Instagram at 2 underscore bald men, and find us on Facebook. And don't forget to subscribe and rate us on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. Thank you all again, and if you were driving, we hope you got to your destination safely and on time.